Welcome to Breakthrough with Brig, the podcast that teaches high-achieving Black women how to use thought work to break through barriers, get out of their own way, and become their best self in the most loving and sustainable way. Y'all ready? Let's dig in. Hello, how are y'all? I just love saying that. I know y'all get tired of me saying that, but I love saying that like every day. How are y'all? And I still wait for y'all to tell me how you're doing. So today is a special day because I have another guest on. Y'all know I love and I talk about my clients. They are some bad asses. I've said it multiple times. And so I have another guest and client spotlight, and I'm going to allow her to introduce herself and just tell us a little bit about herself. But first, before she does, I want to tell you why I was so excited that she said yes, because her story is our story. Her story is one that we all have at one time or another can really relate to. And I wanted her on because I know she can say it in a way differently than me. And so I just want you to sit back, listen, find the similarities, take what you can out of it and apply this to you and where you are. All right. So Angela, how are you? I am well. How are you? I'm great. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you for coming on. Thank you very much for asking me. It has been a transformation. So my name is Angela. I define myself as a warrior mom, a fierce advocate for children, and a beast of a corporate monster. And so what does it all mean? I'm a loving wife. I have two girls. And I advocate for children and our community to receive scholarships and other things. And I am just someone who believes in pouring into my community. The reason why I'm so excited to be on this show is really to share with you that my journey, my trip to transformation, which I'm still in the process of doing, and how the work that I've done has really shifted my mindset and how I found my worth in the middle of this journey and how I found my value and what I bring forward and a bit of shedding my own skin and becoming a new me and remembering who I am. Oh, that's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. But like when you say remember your worth and remember your value, before we started coaching, would you have said, because most of my clients wouldn't, that you didn't value yourself and that you didn't know your worth. Would you have said that? I would have never defined myself as not being worthy or having value or bringing value to the table. But I think I lost myself. So I had the verbiage. Mm -hmm. I had the language to articulate who I was. Mm -hmm. But my thinking was definitely not that I was worthy, that I was valued, that I was bringing value. I was definitely in a place that I was basically stopped dead in my track and I could say it and I had the affirmation words to go with it, Right. but it was not how I was living my life. That's not how I showed up to the world. Right. 
Right, right. Yeah, that's so good. So you reached out to me like seven months before we started working together or six months before we started working together. If For those of you who don't follow me or who don't know, I have a Facebook community I have with a uh, five of my other good coaching friends. It's called the Coaching of Color Collective. You can find us on Facebook. And Angela was a part of that Facebook group. And so she reached out for a coaching session like six or seven months ago, right? Yes. And so we coached on that. Tell us a little bit about that. Why did you reach out? It wasn't even like it was an option to reach out. I was at a place where at my company, I was in the middle of of what they call assessment and selection, right? So basically the redundance, the reorg, because it was COVID and everybody was doing it. And I was being told it was going to happen. Now, based on my finance background, like I totally understood that where the company was at, I understood that they had to cut. So none of that was like shocking. I was waiting for the conversation to occur, Mm -hmm. but it was the situation around it, which really just, I couldn't get through. And it was finding out that I was in a pool with other individuals who I said, well, they don't even do what I do. How did they get in my pool? And I could not get past that. My husband said, well, you know, Angela, you know, they're going to do whatever they're going to do. And I said, I get it. But how do I like show up in an interview? Like I was stuck. I was frozen in time. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I was reading the post in the coaches collective and I was just like, you know what? I've got to reach out to Bridge. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to reach out. I'm going to ask for a consultation. You agreed. And it's what I needed to move because I couldn't even get myself prepared for the interview. I couldn't think about what to wear, how to do my hair or anything else. It was like, who's in my pool? Mm -hmm. And that was really what it was about. Like, why am I competing with this other white male? It just didn't make sense. So I couldn't see past it. Right. And I couldn't serve myself. Right, right. So what happened in that coaching? And you reached out for a coaching session, not a consultation. A coaching. Yeah. Yeah. So what happened in that? So in the coaching session that we had, you really helped give me some clarity. Mm -hmm. And the first thing was like, look, Angela, you have to show up for yourself. Mm -hmm. You know your skills. You know the work. You know what you can do. You can deliver it. But at the end of the day, you got to get that they still get to choose. And you know, that was a bit of a revelation for me. Like they get to choose. Well, how could they not choose me? Like, why am I even in it? And I couldn't see beyond the point of me having to compete for something that obvious to me, I would say, not to those who were selecting the pool of candidates, but how would anybody else be there? If one individual came out, then it should have been me appointed and I was stuck. And so through our conversations, you really shared about, you know, one, let's get clear. It doesn't matter who's in the pool, Mm -hmm. like pull them aside. That's not what we're focusing on. What are you bringing? What are your skills? Let that person go. Mm -hmm. Show up for yourself. And remember, at the end of the day, they get to choose. Mm -hmm. That's not what it's about. Just be your authentic self and show up. And so I was able to go through the process and I was successful, but I was still very much stuck in time. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. And so the result of I think the result of that coaching was also that you didn't choose yourself during that process. Right. Because you're worried about like, yeah. Right. 
everything else in the world but me. Right, right. <laughs> and a little bit of my background was that I didn't really get that I was I was worthy. Mm-hmm. Like I had the verbiage, mm-hmm. but I know my shoulders weren't as square as they are today because of the work that we've done. Nice. It was really tough to see through the minutia of my own stuff mm-hmm. to be able to be clear. And so I got the opportunity, but as time went on, I just knew that like I needed to do the work. Right. So six months later, you actually did actually book a consultation. <laughs> actually, you sent me like a Facebook message like two months later or two months after or two months earlier, somewhere in there and said, I'm coming. I'm coming. Uh-huh. And I said, okay. <laughs> Yes, I was like, I'm coming, Greg, I'm coming. Uh I I promise I'm coming because I knew it was stirring in me. Something had to change, right? And somewhere around the beginning of December, Mm -hmm. I said, I can't be in the same place that I am right now next year. And 21 has to be about me. Development, growth, release. You know, I just want a better relationship. As I want to be a better mother. I want to be a better wife. I want to be just everything. But I know I couldn't stay where I was at that point in time. And so as I was sitting there, I was like, yeah, I told Brig I was coming. <laughs> and so eventually I reached out and got the consultation right. and got myself into coaching to give myself the gift of a lifetime. Right. What was so wrong about where you was? Like paint the picture for us. So for the person who's like, like, what was the pain? Like, you couldn't stay where you were. What was wrong with where you was internally? Or what was going on? I will tell you, outside looking in, mm-hmm. it was a beautiful picture. Right. My husband and I could show up smiling. Mm-hmm. Nothing's wrong. We, you know, my kid, you know, we look beautiful together. You know, we could take a beautiful photo, do the photo shoot. You know how the family with the white shirts and all the different color jeans. Right. Like we have all of that. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a, a financial thing. It wasn't a how we look to the outside world thing. But there was something in me that was stirring after that initial coaching session, like fix your thinking, Mm -hmm. clean up your own mess. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you got to do the work for yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you get clear? Understanding what your thought is that's creating these feelings. How do you manage that? And that manage it's like to cover things up. But like, how do you manage it to really like clear everything out? And as I say, I only want to carry the handbag or the clutch that I want and not drag those suitcases. Mm -hmm. So how do I really get myself clear? And that's what I was sort of marinating from the initial coaching session that got me to the point where, you know what? It was great that I had a one off Mm -hmm. and I saw the value and the benefit of that one coaching session. Mm -hmm. But what would that look like, feel like? If I actually said, no, let's do the work. Mm -hmm. Let's work with Brig. Mm -hmm. Let's not be fearful to say I have a life coach because I'm dealing with me and I'm uncovering all the layers and all the things that I need to shed Mm -hmm. so I can be free and my thinking you be free and I can be more productive. And that's what I was sort of marinating over. And so when I said I'm coming, I was literally going through the, yeah, it's not working anymore. This is not where you need to be. You need growth. You need to move. And I didn't know how to move myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to grow myself. I didn't know how to deal with everything that was going on. You know, everything is coming at you 
COVID, being a wife, being a teacher at home, working from home, like all these different things in a global environment like I work. How do I do all of that? Mm-hmm. I needed tools that I did not have, those tools that weren't taught to me. Right. And those are the things I needed to be equipped with to be able to get myself to the next level. Right. Was it like you were uncomfortable in your life as it was and you knew there was more? I knew it had to be better. Right. Like this can't be it. Right. Like I got here, but like, I just know there's so much more that I can give and I can do and I can be like, why do I keep running in the same circles, getting caught in the same situations and nothing is changing? Well, you can't change everybody else. The only thing you can do is change you. Mm-hmm. And I was realizing every time things were happening, I was like, it's like I'm playing the same song over and over. It's like it's Groundhog's Day. It's Groundhog's Day again. <laughs> I was doing a whole lot of stuff, but I was getting the same results. Like, what is going on? And over that period of time, that's what I was realizing. Like, something's got to give and whatever Brig has to offer that worked. Right. And that 45 minute session, mm-hmm. I need some more of that. Right. Right. I call it like we have all the trappings of success but we're actually trapped by it. Like from the outside, like you said, it looks like it looks like I have the house, I have the car, I have the income, I have the title, everything. I have the clothes, I have the bag, I have the relationship, but there's this thought of like, is this it? There's gotta be more. And it really is like living your life on repeat. It's like the same life over and over again. Like there's gotta be more, right? Yeah, it can't, like, this is not it. Like, I know I didn't plateau. Right. I felt like I had leveled out. As we say, the plane landed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I've got so much more to give. Why can't I get the plane off the tarmac? I keep trying to fly, right. but the plane is not moving. Like, okay, we checked the fuel. Okay, it's got the fuel. It's got oil. It's got everything it needs. Like, the plane is fully functioning. I couldn't get it off the ground. Oh, that's such a good analogy, right? It's like, go. Oh. <laughs> but the plane is not moving. I'm like, it's like all all things are firing. It ain't nothing wrong with the plane. The plane is ready to go. Right. But I basically had trapped myself where I was mm-hmm. and I had to do something different to get out of it. Right, right. Tell me about this, like, because I know a lot of people like we say thought work and mindset. What was your opinion of it before we started? And now what's your opinion of it? Can you explain it in a way that Somebody would like, because we all say like, we got to think better in mindset. You got to change your mindset. But really, what does that mean? So my initial thought was, I don't really know what it is. So I didn't know what to think. Right. Right. But I just kept seeing everything on the coaches collective. Mm -hmm. And I kept seeing all these positive affirmations. I kept hearing this. I started attending like the Zooms that were occurring and Mm -hmm. I'm listening and I'm like, it's got to be something to it. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. It sounds a little crazy, though. (laughs) But okay, I'm going to just keep listening. Ain't nothing to do. You can't go nowhere. It's COVID. You can't, you know, you track. So you know what? If I'm going to do something, I'm going to do something that's going to pour into me. And what I started realizing before I asked for the initial coaching section was, wow, there's got to be something in here because I'm watching five and six dynamic, beautiful Black women who are all dealing with thought, Mm -hmm. but in very different ways. So you've got somebody dealing with weight, somebody dealing with relationships, somebody dealing with, you know, all different things. And you're like, no, I'm the life coach and I'm going to work with black women, successful black women. Mm -hmm. I was like, it's got to be something in here. Mm -hmm. So I just kept reading. And every time y'all posted something, I was just (laughs) 
sucking it all up. So when I got stuck, I said, I got to get myself out of it. And it was like, it was the only avenue available. I, I need that initial, I need a coaching session. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, my mind still was playing tricks on me. That's why I took several months for me to get to the place where I was like, okay, we're going to do this. Right. What was your mind coming to <laughs> This mind was like, let me tell you, let me tell you, this, this is what I'm I can do this on my own. I can mm-hmm. read well, about it. podcast, like, right? <laughs> well, I was just watching them and they put the, you know, they put the letters up and I probably could mimic the letters. Like, let me just write these letters down and right. I can make it happen. Look, girl, you smart. You done went and got all these degrees. Okay, you can do it. How much money you make? You don't need nobody. Right. And like I said, I was still on the tarmac. I was like the hamster on the wheel. I went nowhere. It just was like, you got to get an outside perspective. If we're going to do this different, if we're going to be powerful and empowered, mm-hmm. I got to do this thing different. Right. Right. Which is, I think, is the first transformation. That's the first transformative step is for Black women to invest in their mindset because we will invest in education. We'll invest in mm-hmm. our kids. We'll invest in our man. We'll invest in a business, but invest in us in the way we think. We're like, wait a minute, what? And actually, it's my opinion, like that's your first investment because mm-hmm. that's that affects all those other things, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because I was spending the money everywhere, but I wasn't spending it on me. Right. Yeah. And I wasn't really doing anything that was to my personal benefit. Like, not that I wouldn't get a facial when we could and pre-COVID mm-hmm. or get a massage. I was doing all those things, mm-hmm. but I really wasn't dealing with my thinking. Right. Right. Okay. So we had the consult. Yes. Was, was there anything in the consult that I said that you was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to do this. Or was it just kind of, um, you came yes already. And was it kind of real subtle? I'm always interested to know. Yeah. So we had the consult. You was taking me through everything. You know, we we talked about it because first thing you said was, look, I got to see if it's a fit for you and a fit for me, right. which was fair right. because I can only imagine, you know, if I would have came for a consult a year ago, you should have said, no, she, we are not a good fit because I wasn't at the place in time right, for it to be a value to anybody. But you were like, nope, this works for you. This is works for me. This is the plan. And then the takeaway was like, look, Angela, between now and when we start, your mind, everything, the universe will pour at you. Somebody going to need this. Somebody going to need that. This going to happen. That going to happen. Everything is going to come at you. But I think because I knew I needed to do something different, mm-hmm. it was like, okay, it's going to come. But what is the mantra that I'm going to speak to myself like 2021 is for me? Mm-hmm. I'm going to take care of me. Mm-hmm. I've got to do this for me. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you know, before the payment, somebody was like, can I get $500? Can I get $200? Oh, this is a worthy cause. Can you donate? The people are hungry over here, Angela. I was like, look, not in the schedule because I've got to, you know, in my mind, I've got to take care of something because I've got to take care of me. And it really was about two and a half weeks of me saying yes to myself, like, nope, I'm worth it. Nope, I'm worthy. Nope, I'm not having it. Nope, I have committed. Nope, I am value. Nope, we're doing this because I love me and I love you, Angela, and me talking to myself in the third person a little bit at times. But I had to realize 
the first investment has to be in me. Because if it's not about me, mm-hmm. then what am I going to show my daughters? Mm-hmm. Like they're going to get stuck at one point in time. And if mommy doesn't take the step, you know, what am I going to show my husband if I'm stuck and I can't move myself? What does that mean? Like, I want to have a healthy relationship, a healthy life. Mm-hmm. I have to take the opportunity to pause and care for me. And that's what I had to keep telling myself for two and a half weeks when everything in the kitchen sink came at me. Like, yeah. nope, Rick said, your mind going to say this. You're going to be like this. You're going to wake up. Nope. 21 is 2021 is for me. 21 is 21 is Angela. And that's how I got through two and a half weeks. Cause it was, but like, it was, that was a transformation. I tell people all the time, like to say yes to coaching is the first and a major transformation. Cause it's probably one of the few times that we have said yes to ourselves. And it didn't have like a obvious payback other than us internally, which is the best payback. But it wasn't because like, I'm sick or I need something or because I'm going to get a degree. Right. Yeah. Because I could have kept doing what I was doing. Right. And I was doing what I was doing well, mm-hmm. but just something inside of me said it could be better. Like mm-hmm. good is good, mm-hmm. but I could be great. And I just need to do something different. OK, so let's fast forward because now we've been together for like three months now. Yes. <laughs> and what was so funny about it is I think after our first or second session, you may not remember this or not, but you may because you just repeated it again the last session. I think after our first session, you was like, at the end, you was like, oh, I'm going to be a bad bitch now. <laughs> I said, well, you ain't even ready for me. I'm a bitch. Like, this is, it was like, you just like the heavens opened up and you were like, wait a minute. Oh, I've been carrying all this baggage. I'm fixing to mm-hmm. light some shit up now. What was going on there? What was that? It was taking what you were saying. And literally, I wrote down mm-hmm. our thinking process, right? Mm-hmm. So I wrote the initials down. And I said to myself, like, Angela, if you do the work mm-hmm. and you keep this in front of you every day, the same way you run numbers in your head in your sleep and you sitting there. Like, what's the dollar worth against the yen? What's the dollar worth against the pound? What's the dollar? You know, I'm running numbers all day, every day. I'm thinking of strategies. If I can learn how to take those five letters Mm -hmm. and apply the same strategy, like you're unstoppable. Mm -hmm. You're going to be a beast. Like there is nothing you can't do. There is no future you can't create. There is nothing you can't have. If I can get my thoughts right, if I can begin to see beyond what my autopilot is, right? And that's what I realized is the same way I do strategy for everything else Mm -hmm. in my life, Mm -hmm. I just need to enable this part and apply it across the board. Like, who could stop me? Nobody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nobody could stop me. Yeah, yeah. I also remember like that first session we were talking about how you realized you shut down at work for like eight months and like yeah. you stopped all your own opportunity. I remember that coaching session. You remember that? Mm-hmm. One? I, um, I had gotten like some negative feedback mm-hmm. after doing a whole lot of stuff, like running multiple projects, leading teams, leading multiple teams, just mm-hmm. doing a ton of stuff. You know, I was in the business of doing so much stuff that I got the feedback from my manager and I was like, whoa, 
you know, what is that? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, that doesn't even align to the feedback that I've got from the stakeholders. Like the stakeholders are loving all the stuff I'm doing. Like, do you not see how much stuff I'm doing? Do you not see my value? Do you not see me saving stuff over here and there? Do you not see me leading people through change and all kinds of, we don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to come out on the other side and I'm getting kudos, but the feedback just didn't align. So I just, when it came to showing up for myself in my team environment within my department, I just shut down. Like, don't ask me to do nothing. Like, I'll do some great stuff over here. But I really just shut down. And I got to a point in time where I just wore black every day because mm-hmm. I literally was like, there's no reason to have color mm-hmm. because apparently you don't really see or observe what I'm doing. You don't get it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to just wear black. Mm-hmm. So when things came up, I just sat there and I didn't say anything. I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, now I was doing the job, mm-hmm. but not anything extra. But what happened was. I stopped showing up for myself. Right. And that's the part where I was just stuck in time. Right. What did the coaching do for you on that? What the coaching taught me was, one, I could do a whole lot of stuff, but that's never going to change how somebody thinks about me. Right. Say that. So that's full stop. Because I'm the master of doing. If you're talking about multitasking, I can multitask my behind off. I can run multiple teams. We could do multiple projects. I could be doing like, what's the recipe over here? No, fix that email. No, that Excel file. The tip pivot table don't look right. I mean, I could multitask. Right. All of this stuff. But I didn't show up for myself. And that was the sad piece that I had to take on. Like, you know, you just kind of like shut down and you didn't even show up for yourself because you were so living in black. Like everything was black. Mm-hmm. Black jewelry, you know, you was basically in mourning, but I forgot to show up for me. Mm-hmm. So if there were opportunities, nobody would have known about me because I wasn't even showing up for me. And then I thought about like how I was communicating mm-hmm. and articulating myself during that time. If I was looking at me like I wouldn't have wanted me to do any of that because I had shut down so much that outside looking in, like I wouldn't have been a viable option for anybody. Right. Because I literally shut down, did the work, you know, did the day to day, but I definitely didn't show up for myself. Right. And I remember that was such a powerful coaching session for you. And I think the next day was it the next time we said you said, I don't know if you if you're OK with me sharing this, but you were like, I just been crying for like two days <laughs> Yeah, because I was realizing how I didn't have my own back. Yeah. Like, irrespective of what somebody says, you still have to have your own back. Mm -hmm. And for that period of time, I let that person take all of my control. Right. And, you know, one of the things we talk about, like, I could have woke up in the morning and called that person and said, how should I feel today? Because that's basically where I was at. And outside looking in, you'd be like, Angela, how could that even be? You know, because you do this. Yeah. But I was not in a great place. Right. Because of how you were thinking and you were just using the wrong formula. And that's, that's one of the things that I love about our coaching is like, I showed you the right formula. And once I showed you the right formula and why, and I showed you what you were doing and why it wasn't working. And then I showed you the correct formula. That's when you were like, Oh, I got the right formula now. I can do it. They ready for me because it wasn't, I think it was that point of like, we realized it's not us. It's we're using the wrong formula. Because it wasn't that I don't have the talents or the know-how. 
but it was that my thinking had to be realigned. Right, right. And I had to begin to understand that it really don't matter what anybody thinks of me. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to show up for me. Mm-hmm. And feedback is a gift mm-hmm. if somebody is gifting you feedback. Mm-hmm. And then feedback, sometimes it's not a gift, mm-hmm. even though they say it's a gift. It ain't always a gift. And when it was a gift, it was something that I could work with. When it wasn't a gift, I was still consuming it. Mm-hmm. And then my thoughts about what people were saying about me, I was making it true. And so I was operating out of, well, they said this. So, well, right. you know, and I was shutting down more and more. And maybe because I wasn't standing for myself and I wasn't present and I wasn't living my authenticity that it got to a place where I was like, I was just cut off. Yeah. And I didn't have my own back. Right. And that's what happens. It's like we do all the A's. We're great at working. Like we're hard workers. And what we're looking for is other people like I do this. You're supposed to do this. And then it doesn't happen. It's like, okay, so I'm going to do more actions. Okay, so I'm going to do more actions. I'm going to stay later. I'm going to do this. I'm going to take on this and this and this. Mm-hmm. Now I'm, you're going to do this. And then they still don't. And eventually mm-hmm. we wear ourselves out and we become despondent, dejected, brittle, upset, anger, and we just give up or empathetic, right? And it stops us from creating from our own desire, which is what our coaching was. It's like, now you're creating from your own desire, right? Yeah. What you want to do. And it has nothing to do with them. It's like, you were like, okay, y'all, y'all don't like me. Fine. I love me. Let's go. That was the key. Mm -hmm. That was the shift Mm -hmm. because of what I needed to understand was it can never be about them. And them is anybody other than me. Right. It can't be about the boss. It can't be about my kids. It can't be about my friends. It it can only be about me because I can't change anybody else. I can really only change me. And so I had to get that through the coaching session. Like, look, you got to let them be who they're going to be. Now, how are you going to deal with it? Mm -hmm. And how are you going to change your thinking about it? And my regular way of responding is action. Like, I'm going to kick it up. They ain't seen no multitasking like me ever. So let me just high gear, show them, show them, show them, show them, show them, show them, show them. And in 2020, I was in the show them mode. I was showing, 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 like waving. Do you see me? Do you see me from the side of the road? And they were still driving by because that got me nowhere. The actions didn't change how they thought about me. It was just me doing a whole lot of stuff and they still never changed their mind. Right. And that's okay. And that's what I had to learn was. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. And that was huge. Yeah. So if I had told you that, as opposed to just coaching that, if I had told you like you're working, I'm doing all the A's and expecting people as opposed to coaching you through that, would it have been as effective? Like what was the coaching that helped you do it as opposed to just hearing it? Because first, if anybody would have told me mm-hmm. that a black woman not multitasking, not being able to do 10 things at one time wasn't going to get me acknowledged, mm-hmm. uh, rewarded, mm-hmm. and change people's thoughts. I would have thought, like, I don't know who Brick is. She don't understand how I work in this world. Like, we got to do all this. You know, right? I got to do 10 things at a time. Like, we were told, run faster. Do this. Do this. Be better. Like, you need to do Like, so what is she talking about? Like, you know, it's worked for me. You know what I mean? Like, 
I have evidence that this has worked for me. And I'd have been like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I would have came to, to the coaching, but I do know hindsight being 20 to anybody who's contemplating it, mm-hmm. it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And really understanding that 10 multitasking 10 things at the same time, mm-hmm. if that's what you want to do. Yeah. But it's not going to change how anybody thinks about you. Mm-hmm. I don't know I could have gotten that other than going through the process. I know for me personally that 2021 is about Angela and it was a journey to get me to where I am. And we're still in the journey to get me where I'm going to be. Because like I said, I'm going to be a beast when this is over. (laughs) But it's taking the time to really collect my thoughts and even pause in the moments to celebrate where I'm at. Because all of these hurdles you know how you just go through like, all right, next, next, like, no, pause and actually smell the roses, mm-hmm. actually inhale mm-hmm. and allow myself to feel in your word, which I'm now learning to give myself compassion to allow myself to feel it, to allow myself to celebrate it. Don't shrink when something great happens, like pause and let it all come in and go through your fibers and your thinking and through your hair and out through your toes. like. I wasn't doing that. I would have success like next. What's the next success? Right. I didn't even enjoy those moments, but I am thoroughly enjoying all of my moments, every moment I'm having now. And that's because of the coaching that I'm doing, which is teaching me to like stop mm-hmm. and, and and breathe it in and like care for yourself right. and allow yourself the compassion Right. But it's in the coaching process that this is coming together. You couldn't have told me this in a conversation and any of that meant anything. Right. Right. Yeah. And the funny thing about it is you're actually more productive, right? I am because I'm like, no, I will not be doing that. Angela, can you do this? Uh, Actually not. Can you train this person? No, I think you can find somebody else. Let me give you some recommendations. Mm -hmm. I've learned that you're doing 10 things at one time. If I need to, Mm-hmm. I can turn it on because it's something I need to get done. But when I have the option, I think about, is it bringing me joy? Mm-hmm. Is it something I really want to do? Mm-hmm. Or am I just doing stuff to be doing stuff? And I'm realizing a lot of what I'm doing is just to be doing because I thought it was going to do something for me and realizing my actions don't bring anything to somebody else's thought process. So I am being more effective and efficient. Yeah. Because the new word that Angela uses is no. <laughs> Love it, right? <laughs> Say like, I thought I had that. I learned that mm-hmm. word when I was little. Like, you know, mommy, daddy, no, yes. But right. uh, yeah, no, I'm relearning that word. No. Right. Yes. Yes. So quickly, tell me how this, because we talked about work and you concentrate on you. And sometimes we think that's selfish, right? Like when you're like 2021 is is the year for Angela. And sometimes we think that's selfish. But tell me how this has actually benefited your relationships with your husband, your kids, your friends, your organizations. Like, is it really selfish for them? I think the benefit is, is that when I'm saying yes, it's a 100% I'm coming. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to show up mm-hmm. and I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And when I'm saying no, it's a 100% no, mm-hmm. but it's for me. It's the compassion because I just would be doing stuff. Right. And all that doing wasn't bringing me joy all the time. 
when I think about the relationship that I am having with my husband after decades, mm-hmm. it is reestablishing our friendship mm-hmm. and really coming together and trying to knit that together and just in a different way. Right. And allowing him to be him and be okay with whatever it is. Right. And I'm not saying it's not a day-to-day work, but I'm just like, you know what? That's okay. And I'm going to be over here doing, and we're going to be together. It is bringing some ease to it. Mm -hmm. And then with my children, Mm -hmm. they get to hear me stop and pause and take care of myself. And for the little one, the small one that's still here, she's just like, mom, you're taking care of you. Oh, that's so good. You know, and she said, you know what, mom, I think you need a new job. You need a new this. And I'm like, you know what, you might be right. But she's hearing how I'm talking and how I'm articulating. And then I'm listening to how she's communicating Mm -hmm. and like bringing her tone down and how she's learning. So it's like it's permeating throughout my life. And it's just like, this is some good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I'm loving it. Yes. Yes. Okay. You had some recently good news. Like we've been working together for three months. We've been talking about how you've been showing up and everything. And then you've shedded some of the baggage, let go of the suitcase. All you have is your clutch bag now. And then what happened? So I literally received the phone call where someone said, I just read a job wreck. And Angela, it is so you. Mm-hmm. So they ping, you know, they sent it over to me. I looked at it and I was like, this is totally me. I could do all of this. Mm-hmm. And while we were talking and they were telling me, like, I literally applied, mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to apply for it. A week later, I got a phone screen. I was like, yes, I'm ready to do something different because this is for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm ready to grow, stretch and, and use other talents that I have. Mm-hmm. And then we coached right before the interview. And you said to me, you said, Angela. I want you to show up as your authentic you. Right. And so in that interview, that's how I showed up. Because like you said, Mm -hmm. I already have a job. Mm -hmm. I'm secure. There is nothing at risk. Mm -hmm. So just be yourself. Mm -hmm. So my hair in flat twist, um, you know, I put on makeup and everything, but I didn't blow my hair out, press it out, you know, get a wig to conform to any view of anybody else. Or I was like, nope, I'm going to this interview as me. Mm-hmm. I printed my CV. I had the job wreck and I showed up for myself in a way that I have not shown up for myself in years. And it was one of the most easiest free flowing dialogues because it wasn't about anybody else. It was for me to say, I'm going to be me. My authentic self, articulate who I am. And instead of saying these words, I just knew, like, Angela, whatever that is, no, 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 we're not faking it anymore. Mm We're here. Mm -hmm. You are worthy. You add value. And let's go out and get this thing. And it was a great interview. Like, I cried. I was excited. I was like, I can't believe I had a great interview. And back (laughs) to the key principles from the initial coaching session, like, Angela, look, they're going to pick who they want to pick. They get to pick what they want to do. But for me, none of that was important. It was that I showed up for me. And that moment in time, Angela showed up for Angela. Angela had Angela's back. Very different than last year. Right. Very, very different than, you know, six, seven months ago. It was like, you are worthy. And I showed up 
And I was just so excited and I was telling people and I was just, whoo, I couldn't believe it. I was like, yes, I was completely charged. He was like, I said, email. It was the, you know, you said, this is the best interview. And I just showed up as me as if you were surprised. Like, like yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was. And it just was easy. And the hour was over and they were like, well, we got to let you go. But we didn't finish, but it's okay. And I was like, yeah, it's okay. Because I was there for myself. I took care of myself. I've been working and it just was beautiful. And I was just riding on a high. That whole next week, I was like, you know, hey, whatever happens, happens. But I had my back. I was authentically me. Yes. And somebody was like, did you press your hair? No, (laughs) I didn't do any of that. I was me. And for that phone call to come a week Two, you know, a week and a week and a later, so maybe 10 days later, you know, Angela, I showed up to the consultation. You know, I'm thinking this is where they're going to tell me that I got her. I don't got it. But I kept saying to myself, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. They get to choose. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, and it was awesome. It was the most enjoyable interview. And we just want to welcome you to the team. I was like, yeah. <laughs> right. Because when what was authentically us. Like, as opposed to trying to impress other people, it was you just giving them all your value and showing all your value. It was amazing. Yeah. The outcome was the outcome. And that's a great thing. And we we danced and we celebrated that the coach is such a, but the interview was like a switch. Yes. Like I showed up. I didn't try to do anything false. I didn't try to fix anything. Because I kept saying, Angela, you're 100% beautifully made. You are who you are. You're made in God's image. Like you don't need to do anything else. Mm -hmm. You have everything within you for this opportunity. Mm -hmm. So let's just do it. And I kept saying it to myself because, you know, at one point I was like, you know, what? I could run to the store and I could probably blow it out and I could probably do it. And I was like, no, remember, you already got a job. Mm -hmm. It was it was me loving me. Yeah. And that's what showed up at that interview. Right. Right. So I don't want to take too much more time, but for you, three months in, we still have another three months to go. (laughs) (laughs) You glad that you made this decision? It is the best gift that I've given myself Mm -hmm. ever. There is not a handbag, nor a car, nor a toy or a piece of jewelry no fabulous earrings. I'm investing time Mm -hmm. in me. Mm -hmm. That is permeating throughout my life, through my marriage, with my motherhood as a mom, my community engagements, you know, my organizations I belong to, my relationship with my own mother. I'm just seeing how I'm shifting my thinking and how I am pausing to really enjoy the life that I have. Mm. And um, I would do this over and over again. And if anybody is thinking or contemplating about coaching, the thing I could say to you, this is a gift that keeps on giving. Mm. So you can go buy that. You can have that shopping spree. (laughs) But this is a gift that keeps on giving. And it really is changing my life. And I thank you for taking this journey with me. I thank you. I've loved it. And I hope you have too. And I, I guess that you have. I, yes. And yes. Can tell them, can you tell them that I really am not a hard ass? I'm like, a lot of people think like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm mean. I'm like, no, I'm actually. Well, 
Well, Brig, I'm gonna tell you, you don't take no mess. So we're not no, gonna we're not gonna make no falsities. You don't take no mess from me because oh. you know I'm a tough cookie to crack. Yeah. But you do it with such a level of grace mm-hmm. and compassion and allowing us to be thinking we're doing the right thing. And you just bring us through the journey like, OK, but no, you, we, let's go back to the basics. What is the process? And you allow it to come in a very natural and fluid way right. that it's absorbable. Right. And that's the grace that you give us through the process. And it has been tremendous. And I appreciate that because, you know, to work with powerful black women, you have to be a powerful black woman. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm like, I tell people like when I take my unmanaged brain to one of my friends or a coach, I always apologize because I'm like, this brain right here, y'all is crazy. I think that's why I'm so good with my high achieving black women is because I'm, I am like, when I say I am you, I am you like, I have done all of it. Like, so nothing wrong when you coming in like that. I'm like, okay, let's go. And you just, it's just like, look, I'm going to accept you as you are. I'm going to let you come on in here. I already know we where we going to end up, but okay. And you let me think what I was thinking and broke that thing all the way down. And here I am like, no, Brig was right. (laughs) But it is a process. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to like be willing to go through the process. And uh, I'm so glad that you chose you because I think the world is going to be better when we as black women choose us because we've been choosing everybody else. That's our autopilot. We are taught to take care of everybody but us. And taking care of me is doing amazing things for my life and those around me. So it's the best gift I have ever given myself. Oh, we're going to end on that. I'm like, I'm going to leave that right where it is. So thank you so much for coming on. And I thank you guys for paying attention and listening. And if you haven't already registered for this month's masterclass, we're going to dive deeper into this angry black woman. And so you can sign up and get all the information for the masterclass at my website, brigjohnson.com. And go to the link that says masterclass and you will see the time, the registration link, and we'll have a work session, worksheets, and we're going to do some coaching. It's my gift to you. In order to find it, you have to go to brickjohnson.com, go to the link that says masterclass and do that. And also you're like Angela and it's like, and spinning on that hamster wheel and want to consider working one-on-one with me, book a call, breakthrough call. You can find that on my website too. All right, guys, till next time. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to take thought work even deeper with me as your guide, opportunities to work with me one-on-one are available. Go to BrickJohnson.com to schedule your own personal breakthrough call. In 30 minutes, we'll see if working together is a great fit. BrickJohnson.com, B-R-I-G-J-O-H-N-S-O-N. See you next time.